you already know the vibes. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah. It's the Bronx Vibes Podcast, episode 46. Episode number 46 of the Bronx Bias Podcast. I am your host. My name is Denzel, a.k.a. Harry Potter, a.k.a. DeBron James. Back like Jordan wearing the faux five. I want to start by saying first, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy whatever you guys out there are celebrating for this time. Um, it's a great, great holiday, you know, amidst, you know, 2020 and all the turmoil and all that stuff. It's just good to, you know, just be around your family and enjoy the holiday. So I want to start with that today. And also thank you to everyone who tunes in who likes, who subscribes, who shares, and who supports. Thank you to everyone who is active and engaging with me on the social media platforms. I truly, truly, truly appreciate all the love and all the support I receive from y'all. Thank you to all the essential workers out there. Special shout out to all my retail workers out there. And thank you to all of the people out here who are continuously using their voices to affect change in a positive way we always 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 have to start the shows with the thank yous the thank yous are very 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 important and we are gonna have a great 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 show today man fully packed a lot of great shit to talk about today um and i was just having this random thought so i'm gonna let you guys behind the curtain real quick because obviously you guys know christmas is um on uh what day friday tomorrow I'm recording on Christmas Eve um, just because I was like, I was I want to spend Christmas with the fam. Like I want to, you know, be with the fam. I don't really want to have to stop hanging out with them and just to, you know, get get the computer and record my pod. So I was like, I'm going to just do it early. So I'm recording this on Christmas Eve. But I was just having this random thought. I don't have children. Right. So my parents um, just kept it a bean with me. They were like. They never let me believe in Santa Claus. They just, it just wasn't their thing. Like, so they were just upfront and honest with me from the beginning. They said, listen, Denzel for Christmas, you, you, you will get presents. You will get presents, but it's not going to be brought to you by some guy who comes in the house in the middle of the night 
eats cookies and leaves gifts. It's gonna be from me. That's what my mom would say. <laughs> my mom, my grandma. It's gonna be from me. So the way you're gonna get your gifts is if you do good in school, if you do what you're told, if you do your chores, if you show people respect, you know, and you don't, um, you know, behave poorly all year, and that's how you got your presents. But I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, like, what about when I have a child? Like, am I gonna do it the same way? Because I respect my parents for not telling me some dude comes in the house in the middle of the night and leaves me presents. They kept it a bean. But like when I have a kid and I'm looking at, you know, the innocence of my child, like, do I keep it a bean with them too? I don't know. You know, I just had that random thought. I woke up and I was just like, dang, like, you know, when that time comes, when I'm the parent, like, you know, do I keep it a bean with them and say, yo, I'm Santa and just do good in school and do what you're told and do your chores and I'll get you your gifts or do I allow them to believe because they're children? I don't know. That was just a random thought. I wanted to share it with you guys on the pod today. So with all that being said, <laughs> we're going to have a great show, man. I'm in a fantastic mood. Um, I'm so happy to come in and pod today. And, um, Man, I, got, I can't wait for you guys to hear what's, what I got for you guys on the show today. I, I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. I, I really do. So um, I'm in a very great mood and I'm ready to go. Let's get it. I am in a very, very, very good mood. Today's intro was the song that had to be played. It had to be played. Uh, this is our, our my first uh, uh, Christmas holiday episode. So, of course, we had to set the vibes right. Come on now, you wouldn't expect anything less from me. It was Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC off of the album Tougher Than Leather. If you guys love hip-hop music the way I do, you guys understand fully how much Run DMC impacted hip-hop as a, a art form, as a music genre, as a movement. So we don't have to do this whole deep dive into Run DMC. You know the vibes, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you guys are, are big hip-hop fans like me. So, you know, just I, I, I like that. I just like the, 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 the things that were done so far in the past. Like this song, I believe, was recorded in the late 80s. I want to say like 87 or 88 or something that will still have cultural relevance today. You know what I'm saying? Like I just I I respect musicians and artists so much who who make things at a way different period in time that still hold so much weight and so much cultural relevance. I love that. Like Christmas in Hollis it was recorded in the 80s. Think about everything that was different in the 80s. Technology definitely wasn't as advanced. A podcast wasn't even possible to make. You know what I'm saying? But still, in 2020, so many years later, it's like, wow, Christmas time, you still can think about a song that was recorded 30 years ago. You know what I'm saying? I, I just love that. So shout out to Run DMC, man. Rest in peace to Jam Master J. And man, I, I'm so happy that, you know, I have a show and I could play shit on here and I always thought, like, in, in my mind, like, Christmas time comes, if I have something, I want to play Christmas in Hollis, and here it is, so, um, shout out to Run DMC again, shout out to Rev Run, shout out to uh, DMC, and rest in peace to Jam Master J. 
Now it's time for my favorite, 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 favorite segment of the podcast. It is called Bronx Facts. For those of you guys who do not know, or maybe it's your first time listening to the show, Bronx Facts is a segment I like to do at the beginning of each show just to give one fact about the Bronx, New York that people may not know, that people may have never heard before, just to try and show how many great things, how many great ideas, and how many great people come from the Bronx, New York, the borough that I love. So without any further ado, your Bronx fact for today is the Bronx County Historical Society founded in 1955 and located at 3309 Bainbridge Avenue is a private Nonprofit educational and cultural institution chartered by the New York State Board of Regents. The society is dedicated to the collection, preservation, documentation, and interpretation of the history and heritage of the Bronx and its people from its earliest references in the 17th century to the present. The society disseminates information by utilizing its collections in exhibitions, historical research, publications, documentaries, and cultural programming to share the history and lineage of the borough. For more information and to see how to visit or donate to the society, you can visit their website at www.bronxhistoricalsociety.org. And that is your Bronx Fact for episode number 46 damn son where'd you find this all right so we getting right to the shits today we have a very 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 special guest very 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 special guest we have jamal blake the ceo and content creator of black matter apparel jamal how are you today I'm doing well. I'm doing well, Denzel. Yourself? I'm doing great. Doing great. I'm glad to have you here. Thank you for braving the elements <laughs> to come cool. here. It was just the cab ride. It was cab ride. I was like, nah. I was going to take the train at first, and then my mom was like, nah. I got stuck on the train early. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a cab. That's what I'm going to do. So, Jamal, with uh, Black Matter and yourself, yes. your personal, um, where are some of the places that the people can reach you if they want to get in contact with you or see some of your, your creations? Sure. So on Instagram will be B-L-K-M-T-T-R-A-P-R-L for Black Matter Apparel. And it will be the same for Instagram and Twitter. Well, Instagram. I already said Instagram. <laughs> for Twitter and Facebook. You can also find us at www.blkmttrapl.com. Blackmatterapparel.com. That's great. That is great. So people don't know I had Abby on before. Yes. We are continuing the trend of content creators that have come from, springboarded from yes, we Target do. Bronx Terminal. Magic okay? happens. Got Target, some is there. there's something about Target when you put on that red and khaki. Yep, at 2475. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> when you put that red and khaki on, okay? When you leave, you start something. So me and Jamal met at Target. I was working on the cash register and guest services. He was working at the Starbucks. Yes, yes, yes. And for people who don't know, my first ever guest on the Bronx Buyers Podcast, episode 24, Jamal helped it happen. He caught me in contact with Raynesha Maiden, who did episode 24 of my pod. Shout out to Ray. What's up, Ray? Big Thank shout out good. to Ray. And Jamal helped us link up together. So 
you know, we definitely had to make some time and squeeze him in for one. You know, I had definitely. to come through and say what's up. Yes, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So um, one thing I want to know, I want to start with, you know, mm-hmm. 2020, just a year, just even saying it right. like is you automatically think all the things that you think. But how has 2020 and COVID affected you personally? I want to make sure that I'm clear when saying this. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to offend <laughs> nobody because I did this on episode, what was it, 43? Mm-hmm. And I was saying, you know, 2020 is looked at as a year of strife and content and turmoil. But for me personally, 2020 has been unbelievable. Right. In right, terms of because right. I'm looking at it like. I started my pod in February. Right. I've been doing everything with the pod in February. I stopped working full time. I've been focusing on the on this. I've been able to speak to so many great people and create with so many great people. So when I look at it, it's like, yeah, okay, COVID was going crazy, right? But it's, it's you know, it's, everybody has their own unique lived experience. Right. So for you, you know, how has 2020 and COVID you know affected you? Uh, I would say it's been a mix of, you know, the strife and, you know, things being good. Because for me personally, you know, I don't know if people will know, but yeah, this is like probably like my fourth or fifth time being out the house. The whole year, guys. It's real. It's real. So, yeah. And then for me to like get out of the mental block, I had like just interacting with people and being around people and not having the, oh my gosh, am I going to get sick or get somebody else sick? Like that was like way heavy on my head. Like. And then, yeah, because I have family members that got COVID. I have family members that passed away from COVID, friends. So, you know, it's a, it's, it's crazy because it's a serious thing. But, you know, as you said, like we had, I've also had positive things that happened to me this year too. So, like throughout when I was, you know, when the business was going, I'm like, oh, I'm doing this and that. And then, you know, I'm talking to my friends and they're going through stuff. It's like, damn, I felt kind of bad because I'm like, yo, like I'm talking to them about all this stuff and I'm hyped about it. But they're going through so much shit in their lives because of, you know, how real 2020, 20, like how 2020 is. Um, Yeah, I would say it's been a mix. So I've had some good times and then, you know, some, you know, troubling times, losing people in my life. It's rough. It's rough. And that's why I want to say, like, I'm not trying to be insensitive because I know COVID is is something that we've right. never seen before. There's never Definitely. been another COVID that happened before. So people be going through it and I don't mm-hmm. want to come and say, you know, I'm great. Like, <laughs> and not being sensitive right, to right. the people who have yeah, like, you know, really gone through some heavy stuff with COVID, mm-hmm. but that's good, man. I think 2020, when I look back at it, you know, when I take the time and do my yearly reflection, it's going to be for me. I can only speak for me. Right. 2020 was the year of a new beginning for me. Right. Right. And it's like, how could you even think of that in a negative way? You started something brand new. Right. You know, you went through the whole thing and creating it and, you know, everything that goes into creating content. It's like you did that in 2020. So how could you even, despite right. what's going on, right. it's like, I can't say that it, this was rough for me because, man, what? Like 2019, I wasn't doing this. I wouldn't even be speaking to you. Like <laughs> We would have both been working at You'd our jobs. We're working. Like, right. That's a fact. We wouldn't even have this time and, you know, this this space to come even, together. Right. That's true, too. We wouldn't even have the mindset to have... The conversations we have would be different. Way well different. Too. We'll be talking about BS at our jobs or, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. That has nothing to do with it. But that's like... Very true. When you look at... When I look at 2020 in a whole as a whole, because it's December, it's like yeah, a lot of things happen. A lot right. of things happen, you know. But for Denzel... 
I can't ask for nothing else. Hey. It's been a great year. That's good, man. I mean, that's a blessing because I feel like a lot of people. I feel like it's been it's been like that for a lot. Like a lot of people have blessings. You know, a lot of people went through stuff, and then even people like me in the middle, like. But that's life. Like that's how it would have been any other year too. It just would have been different circumstances. You know what I mean? It's just that we all have this connection of COVID because of how it affected, you know, the whole society as a whole. That's why we have that. But outside of that, we all would have went through our stuff. That's right. That's right. So we're going to we want to hear from you. We want to hear, you know, about your journey and how you got to this point, because what you're doing right is one something that in our community is not really put to the forefront at all. Right, you know, you think about the uncles and aunts you've seen from in your past, and you you don't know what it is, but you know something is Yo, going on up bro, top. You telling the truth, bro? But, but my brother was talking about that yesterday. But so, you yes. know, when in the older culture, you don't you, you were taught not to you know be upfront about right. these type of things. So I don't want to step on. I don't want you. Oh, to, I no. want you to say it. I right, want right. you to explain no, it. Definitely, definitely. So what to. inspired you to start your business, to start your creation, or your movement? So this story is interesting. So I was working at my corporate job at Ernst & Young, and I was working there starting in 2016. I did, a, I did a program at Empower after I left Target. I mean, after, you know, I did my run in Target when I was working with Denzel, I ended up going into IT because couldn't stand retail anymore, to be honest. It was getting on me. Shout it's out gonna, to all the retail right, workers out there. Give you guys credit for all the Shout out to all the retail workers. You guys are busting your asses out there for us, so we appreciate it. Because we, we went through it when Woo. this wasn't going on, so we can only imagine right now. So, yeah, I transitioned out of that world, went into corporate. That's a whole different monster. You know, a whole different stressors. And then that's when I was, like, faced with my mental health again, because I had another episode in my life. I had, uh, I had a depression episode in college. Totally typical, I guess you could say, old school black person response was like, oh, this happened. I don't want to talk about it no more. I'm putting it in the back, acting like it never happened. Go on with life, right? Then it presented itself. And then it was in such a different way. Like, I lost weight. Like, I was angry all the time. Like, I mean, I think you know me. I was pretty, I was pretty happy. I was a pretty happy guy. <laughs> so for me to switch from being happy and smiling all the time to like soaking and being like mad was like a such a huge like mental switch for me. And it's not something I could ignore. Like this was what it was. Like is every day in my face. Like, bro, like something's wrong. Then you go on to work 60 hours. Not a great environment, not going to go much more into that, but, you know, it wasn't a healthy work environment, working 60, 70 hours, um, demanding people, you know, yeah, it got to me after a while. Then I went into, funny enough, this is how it began with um, why we give back. I actually went to Urban Health Plan, it's in the Bronx, it's on 3rd Avenue by 163rd Street, Urban Health Plan, so I went there for a regular doctor's visit. And I'm sitting there, and there's this young lady. Her name is Jessica. She's looking at me. She's doing my intake, and she's like, oh, come here. And I'm like, okay. She's like, oh, yeah, we're going to just have a meeting real quick. Just quick intake before you go and see the doctor. So she's asking me all these questions like, oh, like, how is your moods, all this other stuff. So I'm answering it, and I'm, like, fake sucking my teeth. Because <laughs> I'm like, why are you asking me all these questions? Like, this is mad personal. Like, and I don't even know you. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, listen, like, I'm going to tell you something. You're not going to like it, but guess what? You're depressed. Mm. You have depression. It's prevalent in our community. And young black men, you guys have it. You know how you're dealing with it? You're smoking. You're drinking. That's how you're coping with it. But you got a problem. And 
I'm going to give you an opportunity. You could see a therapist and then you could try to work through it or you could ignore it. That's straight up how she spoke to me. Some real wrong shit. That ass, bro. Like, Fact. Straight up. Like, Fact. she was not playing with me. She was like, listen. And for her to tell me that, and she wasn't that much. She couldn't have been more than like six years older than me. So I'm like, damn. Like, so shit. If she's seeing it, then, you know, maybe this is something. And it's crazy. Funny enough, because my father, I don't know. I ain't never told you, but my father has depression. My great-grandfather had depression. Um, it's been throughout our family, you know, it's been a thing, but it's always been hush-hush. Like, my mother never really fully explained what was wrong with my father to me. I didn't find out about that until college. And then even at that point, like, I still didn't get it because I didn't go through it yet. Like, I was just like, oh, well, he left us and he didn't care about nobody, so fuck it. You know, like, total cutoff of emotions. But came to realize that it's genetic. I ended up going through it in my own way. Still have my own cycles. But... It was after leaving that job and realizing that stress and not doing what your life purpose is leads to your depression and leads to all these other things that it was like, yo, like, I know that a job, <clears throat> not no offense, because I'm going to work at a job again. <clears throat> a job is not where I see myself long term. I want to build something for myself. Word. Make an actual difference because I felt like places I was working, I was just being used for my light, if that makes sense. Like, oh, Jamal, you're great. You're personable. So we're going to use you, use you up until we're ready to throw you out. Yep. And you're going to have to start over ground up from somewhere else. So after getting let go from Ernst & Young, when they let me go, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to start a business bringing awareness to mental health. I don't know how. <laughs> I wasn't sure how, guys. I wasn't sure how I was going to do it at that point. But I was like, I got to do something. And then I thought of Black Matter. So people first usually think is is due to my race that I came up with Black Matter, and it's right. like no, it was just that's what I thought. Yeah, and then, bro, I had to. That's why I changed my name on Instagram to Black Matter Apparel because they thought it was part of Black Lives Matter, and then I was getting thrown into that, and then I had to do a whole identity shift. Okay. Yeah, because um, people were thinking that it was just about race, and it's like no, this is about mental health. So then that's why you know now the logo has the brain there. So, boom. Dark brain, dark thoughts. That's where it comes from. And the matter is the actual matter itself. Matter of depression and the matter of your brain. Mm. So that's where it comes from. See, I'm thinking it was just you're a black person and mm. that you matter. <laughs> so, right. yeah, black matter. Right. But right. it's more than that. It's mm -hmm. way more nuanced. That's good. So I think, you know, dang, I don't want to go up. But right. how do you, how did you know that? That was the right name, right? So when I was Ooh. brainstorming names, right, I had so many different names for this pod. But I'm like, Bronx Bias Podcast, because I know what it means to me. Right. But also, how do you put it there and have the double meaning of it? So Bronx Bias, I'm thinking, I'm biased to the Bronx because I'm from here. So my biases are seen in a positive mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it here. I love going to the bodega and talking to the guy behind the counter and, you know, everything is so fast paced. You right. got to walk fast. I'm so used to that. That's my great bias. But when you speak to people on the outside They're and like, you just say, hey, I'm from the Bronx, they have a bias <laughs> and it's time. a negative. That's a fact. So I was like, well, dang, I think this is going to work perfectly right. because it's the double meaning. So for Black Matter, right. it's like, how did you know when you wrote it down and you looked at it that that was the right name for you? I feel like because um, it's like I was going through that process of multiple names too. Honestly, I can't even remember. <laughs> I can't remember the other. My women brain works, bro. Was like once I'm like, okay, bro, this is not it. Like I forgot all the other names. No lie. But 
Um, I don't know. I felt like when I came to when I came to making it because I was like very thoughtful about it. So I'm like, okay, black. When I made a definition, I made a post on Instagram, so it had the both meanings of black, and then the both meanings of matter. So that's how I made sure that. I mean, I don't know. After doing that, you know, breaking it down to the simplest form of the definition, I was like, yeah, this is what it's gonna be for the brand. That's good. That's great. I think everyone's name is like is so much detail in right. something that small mm -hmm. because i talk to ray when i have ray on every time i speak to her i tell her her name bro, i'm gonna take that name <laughs> so i love point. that name so i'm gonna point. take it mm -hmm. because i just know it's like that's like the perfect name mm -hmm. just the perfect name shout out to ray again shout voices ray. of the black community podcast y'all listen to it. we both on that too shout so out to ray check it out yeah so i just the something that's small you know when you look at you're in it, right? You're in the creation. You're in the create mode. You're in the go mode. Right. So you're not even like those things that you think are so small is like the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. It's the biggest thing. And I'm learning that more now. So because people are going to think of the Bronx Buys podcast. And even though my name is nowhere near it, they're going to think of Denzel. So it's, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yep. Oh, like the name, the name, the name is just so important, but it's something that you think is just so small. Mm -hmm. It's so small. I love that hearing people's different names and the story behind them. the story behind the names and the story behind because it tells you the story of the person, too. Right. Just like, oh, yo, I was dead. And then that, you know, what was it, too, because of the negative connotation black. Right. Has. There's such a negative. You know what I mean? So it was like, especially with depression and then with even with sadness, like. You have to go through fucked up shit in life for you to grow and for you to to get to that next level. So we need that darkness. That's a fact. You know what I mean? If I didn't have the darkness, if I didn't go through depression, if I didn't go through any of this shit, this brand would not be here. That's a fact. You know? So, yeah. You got to go through it. That's great. So, what do you want to convey or what do you want your overall message to be with your business, Right. Right. The Bronx Buys podcast is a podcast, duh. But <laughs> it's more than that because right. the biggest thing that I want to do is use this platform to empower the next. To right. say, you're a person out there with a voice. And no matter how you want to express it, how you, your voice is something that is important. Right? So I'm expressing my voice through a podcast. But if you do great art, that's how you express your voice. If right. you make amazing music... That is how you express your voice. If you write poetry, yes. that's how you express. Right? right. So in that, I always want to push that message out that right. you're a person out there. What you have to say matters. Your voice matters. You're an important person. That ties in perfect to what I'm going right. to say. Funny enough. Right. Right. So with your business, yeah. with or even I would say you you have a movement. Now, it's right. a business, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, because it's commerce. I appreciate that. Thank yours you. is a movement. Thank right. You, yeah. A movement empowering the importance of mental health. Mm -hmm. So what are the messages that you want to convey with this movement? So the messages I want to convey that I'm working on, actually working on a capsule right now that's called Your Story Matters. Um, so we're, uh, what I want to do with the brand is to make people realize that same thing, their, vo their story, their voice, and their thoughts matter. Even though, you know, people think because they have mental issues and that their thoughts may not be valued because it may be, different cognitively from anybody everybody else our thoughts matter because the way that we think is on a different level and perception that we're able to see things differently than other people 
And I feel like if people were to try to harness that more and to embrace that more, they'll realize like, oh shit, like, yeah, like for me with my depression, yeah, I could like shut down emotionally at times, but I use that for fuel because that's why I'm able to make content and do stuff and not care about, you know, certain things, like not have emotions and, and feelings about things. I know it may sound unhealthy, but when it comes to work, you know, it's beneficial. So it's like, I just got to figure out the best way for me to utilize it for myself and then have other people do the same. So with our Our Story Matters piece that we're going to be doing, every week we're going to be highlighting a different creator from the Bronx. We're going to be doing a piece on them. They're going to share their story, why they're doing what they're doing, and why they follow the brand, and how everything connects with mental health. Because if your mental health is not together, like, yeah, you could be depressed and you want to do all the other stuff, but if you don't have things put together and have a cohesive plan for yourself to go forward, you're not going to be able to do what you want to do. You know? that's, that's true. That is and true. And then it's, give, it's also showing showing that the Bronx is connected and we do support each other because I feel like that's something that people always try to make it seem like we don't have. Like, yes. hip-hop came from here. Music comes from here. How many dope artists we have in the Bronx that people don't even think about. Yes. So that's something that we're definitely going to change. So, yes. yes, we're a mental health brand. Yes, we're an apparel brand. But we're, you know, we're way beyond the label. You know, you know if you come on here... Speaking positively about the Bronx, you're going to make me smile. <laughs> you know that. Because the Bronx is lit, man. You know we that. Lit. We lit. Yes, that's we great. I think that, you know, even us, right? Because we're not old, but right. we're not young, young. Right. But I think that if we come out and say we have faced these problems, we have overcome these problems, we have coped, we have even fell victim to them at times. Bro, <laughs> It makes it easier yes. for the next person to come and say, you know yes. what, I deal with that too. Mm-hmm. But I know that there's a way for me to manage mm-hmm. properly and not have these things drown me. And then I fall into the spiral of, you know, self-harm or right. all these other negative things that right. can come from that. Right. Um, but like, that's why it's like important for me to have people come on and tell their, their stories because, you know, I can only go so far. I can only right. speak honestly and candidly about things that have happened to me right but people have had their own lives and their own journeys and that's important to hear so you know for someone coming on saying i'm an advocate for mental health is like hell yeah like you got to come on and you got to spread your story because you don't know who is going to randomly click it and hear something that touches them bro you'll be surprised because the thing is with mental health is that you can't see it right i was in target bro did you know i had that i was depressed not at all nope nobody at all everybody what i told i told the i told um damn who was it i told my etl at the time right nervous sweating because it's like how do you like how do you have this conversation like how does this conversation go are they gonna fire me right you know because i don't know like i don't know what was gonna happen and then they were just like "Mm, i I don't i don't think you have that i think you just you're anxious as if they were a doctor right you feel me and then just gave me even more work thinking that challenging me right bro and then i left that's why i left 2475 i don't see so I left 2475, wow. right? Wow. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Such a bad way to someone coming manage, out to you and right. being vulnerable to you and you just saying, all right, you, you, no, you're fine. You just, yeah, you just an, need to work. You need to work. Like, basically, you need to work more because you're thinking yeah. about too much stuff that's occupying your time for you to feel that way. Wow. wow. Dang, I didn't even know that. Shout out to all my retail workers That's out so- there, man. <laughs> y'all are going through it, man. Yeah, I, I love y'all. I care about y'all, man, because y'all are really going through it. 
Cause we I, shout out to Target twenty four seventy five and twenty eight eleven. I still got people in there that's doing their thing. So I respect y'all. Shout out to all my retail workers, man. All right. So, um, what I would like to know next from you is, what are some shortcomings or pitfalls that you had to overcome with beginning your new venture? Right. So for mm. me, obviously, it's just the voice. It's the recorded voice. Getting the microphone and putting in your face and dealing with the ang- the anxiety and the self doubt of how you sound. Right. Will right. people even like this? Will people like that? You know, it's funny that you yo funny that Dizel says that because he was always, he always said it in the beginning. She was like, "Oh, I never thought you would like it." I'm like, "What?" When I heard th- when I heard it the first time, I'm like, "Yo, I'm so happy he fucking made this. This shit is lit." Like I've never heard anything else. And then it's like I've heard other there's you know there's other Bronx podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to yeah. them. Shout but to different energy, right? Different energy. If you know what I mean. And the the direct bro, the shout out to you again for doing this, bro. Because I'm happy you did. Because I was so hyped when I found out you was doing this and then listened to it. And it's like, yo, my friend's doing this thing, man. This shit is like... And to like actually hear you like interacting with other people in the Bronx and giving other people opportunities to be able to showcase themselves. Like, it's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, for you know, with you, I would imagine that there was a lot of things, a oh. lot of hurdles to... Yeah. I, yeah. So, for me, initially, especially with my family, it was... Okay, I'm doing something that's entrepreneurial. I'm West Indian. Um, you're supposed to be working in a hospital. You're supposed mm-hmm. to be doing something that's bringing in a whole bunch of money. This is not something that's set or stable. Like, what are you doing? What did you go to college for? We didn't send you to college to go run a business that you don't know how to run. Right. <laughs> Legit, bro. So it's like, well, I have money saved up for over. I have, I have money saved up. So guess what? I'm going to take this year off, focus on building a business. And if the end of the year, if it's not where, where I needed to be, I'm going to go back to work. But guess what? I built myself a steady foundation. So in the next two years, guess what? I won't need to work a job if I do not want to. That's a great, that's great. I want to have that That's great planning. You know, like I don't want to, because I mean, you have, I mean, I feel like a lot of it's been there. Like you work somewhere, you put in your all and then either, either get let go or you have to go to a different job or whatever may happen. And it's like. There's not any real security. People make it seem like there's security in jobs and everything. Like, oh, you could always get a job. It took me a year and seven months to get a job from when I was let go. What if I didn't start that business? What if I didn't do this business? Where I would have been? I would have no money in my pocket. Wow. That's, yes. Yes. See? So, you always, like, regardless of what, I just think that people need to, I would say, push themselves a little bit. Like, yes, you may have a job, but especially in this economy and how things are in this time and age. I think it's imperative for people to try to look to see other things that they could expound upon their talents and make some money from it. Yes, I, I agree. You preaching right now. You preaching because any place it took, I guess it took COVID for, to solidify that to me. For me too, right? Because the job I was working on, that shower made nameless on this black-owned platform. Um, they told me when COVID first in, in, invaded New York that the company is not responsible for any co-workers who contract COVID. And there's the employees are still, uh, what's the word? They're still uh, responsible. Mandated to They're to mandated work? to come to work and travel to the office because the office wasn't closed. You're mandated to come in, travel to the office, and if you contract COVID, we have nothing to do with it. You're How is that legal? Oh, no. Okay. So uh, yeah. it solidified to me then you got to get out of right. here. You got to get out of here and you got to do what you want to do because it's not it may not be the same exact thing if you go to another place, but there's going to be something else there that is going to be an impediment to your health or to right. 
you just your sanity. Right. So if it took COVID for me to figure that out, good for me. But for everyone else out there, right. you shouldn't wait till a, a catastrophic series of events happens for right. you to realize, hey, man, I could have been putting my art on Instagram. Hey, man, I could have been putting my music on SoundCloud. It was through, the, it was through, the, honestly, like, it was through me building this business. Like, oh, this is something else. I told people, like, I'm a poet, and then I'm actually going to be making a book, and then I want to be a ghostwriter for music. Like, that's something I always wanted to do my whole life. And it wasn't up until COVID happened, and you see all this shit happening, and it's like, bro, like, I don't know how much time I have left here, so I got to do everything that I want to do and not be sitting here like, Oh, but this person's going to think this and that. Guess what? Everybody's going to think whatever they want and they're going to talk shit regardless. Even when you think you're doing what people want you to do, they're still going to talk shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, do what you want to do for yourself for you to be happy because that's the only person that matters. Like, right. You know, relationships come and go. Like, you always have yourself. That's what I always tell people because you never know. That's true. That's true. I think that once you, you, every person, every literally every person on this planet has a talent. No matter what it is. Some people can't do a podcast to save their lives, but they could draw. Mm-hmm. Some people can't do a podcast to save their life, but they're really good with math. You know, everyone has a talent. So it's up to you to figure out what it is that you really are good at and what is it, how could you then move in this space. Right. So that way you don't have to wake up every morning and say, man, I got to get the backpack and go go in. You have something that you spend in your time on that you really love and care about. And it could bring you some right. financial, right? So it's like you're getting paid to do what you love. I'm sitting here. I have to sometimes the edits on here take six hours, <laughs> but it don't feel like work. Right, right, right. Right. It's, it's so you, yeah. It's different. It's totally different. It's you're different. not burdened by. It. It's like damn, this shit really feels like work because it's something that you really love to do. So I just think that is so important. I just think starting and well figuring out who you are and figuring out what you're good at, but then also figuring out a way. To use these talents that you have naturally and make it something for yourself. Right. So that way you can wake up on a random Tuesday and say, hey, I don't have to worry about being in no office. I don't have to worry about dealing with the office politics, the travel, the braving Amen. the cold weather. Amen. You don't have to do all that because you have something that you built and that is yours. And it's like you could, anything else happens in this world. The Bronx Buys podcast belongs to me. <laughs> right. Right. It right, belongs to me. Right. So I just think that is like. So, so important. So that goes right off to the next one. What advice would you give to a young person if they wanted to start their own business creation or movement? What advice I would give? I would say definitely do your research and take your time. And yeah, take your time doing your research on what you want to do. Really give yourself, you know, grace and time to look into different options and all the different areas of where you think you may have interest in and then you know figure out okay if i want to do this next year what are the steps i could take every month and like little goals i give myself every month in order to make that accomplishable now if you want to do a business okay you gotta think about okay i gotta do a business plan because honestly if i didn't have that because <laughs> i know mad people don't have that and a lot of people feel like it's unnecessary but that's what saved my ass a bunch of times was that business plan and having something to look back at. And then, you know, looking back at the plan, like, okay, I tried this and it didn't work. So that means I got to change something. 
you know, versus um trying to go on the fly because there's nothing trackable when you have it like that. Right. I can't do anything. You know what? I feel fly. like for me, honestly, I feel like it's a cheat because I used to be a retail manager in Starbucks. So it's like it goes back to that. Like when you think about number, that is what. Sorry, bro. That is what made me be like, okay, I gotta be an entrepreneur. When I found out how much they were paying me, and how much the store was making, boom. That's when I was like, okay, this is this is a huge issue. Like I'm getting paid what. 21 hour hour and this store is like making what over freaking 20,000 for the weekend think about just think about this time frame the holiday season right think about how much money target will make right and just let's just even keep it december 1st to december 31st the holiday main time how much money they'll make versus how much they'll pay you and how much time did you spend in there it's like nah, come on. And then you know what they, you know what was sick that they used to do though. That used to get me tight, bro. They used to cut our hours throughout the whole year in order to save it to bank it for that time, and then go crazy giving hours to people that were just BSing the whole time. Unbelievable. That's a different story, guys. Sorry. Unbelievable. Just target, right? Target traumas. <laughs> right. <laughs> our target flashbacks tra- and stuff. We're like, oh, I'm sweating. Our <sighs> target trauma, man. There, shout out to the retail workers again. Right. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yes, but I think, you know, advice in terms of like what I would give to a person is it depends on what they, you know, want to do. Right. But something that is solid and you said it, you got to create a plan. You got to have a, a you got to do your research and you got to make a plan. You got to understand all the little things that you think are little that go into your business. So before you launch... Make sure the name you choose is the name that you're going to ride with. Mm-hmm. Make sure you understand the market that you're going after. Make sure you understand who you are in this space. Make sure you understand your schedule. Do you have enough time to do this? What do you have to move around? Who can you partner with? Right. Who is in the space doing something that you can replicate? All of that has to do be before you publish. All of those things have to you have to have thought of. You have right. to have some kind of answer to those questions. That's, fact. That's the most important thing because in this journey, so this would be episode 46, 46 weeks, Ooh. there are still things that I learned from before I even press record the first time mm. that is still paying dividends, mm. right? So it's like the preparation and the amount of research you do is going to be only positive to, to your, your experience. Right. There's going to be things that you fail at. There's going to be things that you do wrong. But you're trying to try to set yourself up with the most information right. before you start. So that way you're a leg up on someone who just woke up one morning and said, hey, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Like, you know, people don't get caught up on Instagram and YouTube and like, guys, please, please, please. Because, you know, these people on YouTube and Instagram, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I started a business in X amount of days. And yeah, listen, you got to get it. Especially now, like everybody's in business for themselves. So. They're going to try to sell you on how to do X, Y, and Z in 30 days and all that stuff. Guess what? It could work, but it probably may not because remember, I don't know. know, Let me just put it this way. Just be careful. If you're going to invest into something, take your time and look into what you're investing into, but don't get caught up with the social media hype thinking that you have to be going a thousand miles an hour when you're building your business. Take your time and do it the right way. Especially because it's yours. Right. It's yours. You don't want to think about it like a child. When you have a child, it's a, it takes time for them to grow up and learn things. You can't look at your infant and say, why don't you know how to read yet? <laughs> right. 
everybody else is out here reading what you're not right. reading for so right. you have to give yourself the most time and don't let anyone rush you too that happens mm-hmm. friends family close people to you why yeah. haven't you done this yet why haven't you done that yet where's this where's that you have to do things on your time some people are able to put something out in a day Bless some you. people aren't some people it takes a long time for them to feel comfortable enough to put out their creation so the biggest thing for me i guess for you too maybe preparation pre-preparation before you launch and understanding how much research will help you in the long run research people who have done things maybe and failed at it so you understand why they failed research people who have done things who took a just a chance and things came up roses for them Mm -hmm. right you got to make sure you understand you know how you can succeed and also what not to do right to block your success and also look for people maybe local maybe international whomever who are doing something that you like understand why you like that understand why they're having success doing that you say okay podcast um joe budden does a great podcast Hmm, what is it about him that make people want to watch that makes me want to watch it Hmm, what does he do how does he involve people how does he engage with the listener how does he keep your attention? All those things are important. All those things have to be in the research that you're doing right. in the respective field because it's Definitely. only going to set you up for success. The more prepared you are to take a test, the better you're going to do at the test. Right. So in this business, remember, this is attached to you. It has your name <laughs> on it. You don't want to sell like yourself the, short. I feel like that's the thing that I I like I bug out about the most because it's like, I'll sit there and be like, no, I can't put this out. It has to be perfect. It's like, bro, it can't be perfect. But, you know, just knowing that it's yours too, you just don't want to put out any nonsense. Because then it's just like, damn, but then that's my name. People be like, Jamal, you put that out, bro. Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. 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 So what keeps you motivated in this space? For me, it's the community of people. Mm. People who hit me. Yeah. You're doing a great job, man. I really like hearing you. Like, it's just like the ultimate like energizer battery bro honestly that has been bro i'm surprised we've been smiling like that that's true that that's i i was not that was not what it was not what i was expecting i wasn't expecting to get or build the community that i did or to have people be as you know gun hole for the brand the way that they are and to like have brand ambassadors bro i have brand ambassadors like how did i think that was gonna happen and do target too i knew i knew um Jalen, his mom me and his mom met in target we we're working together and then boom he does music and then, oh, I like your brand. Boom. Come do photo shoot. Like, you're just like, yo, look at how small the world works. And when you really take time to really do something that you like and be authentic about it, I feel like people that really believe in you and believe in what you're doing, they're going to come through and show up. Yeah, I think so. So what keeps you? Is it oh, the right, same? Oh, my bad. Sorry. Is, wait, is it yeah. the same or is well, it different? Well, I feel like it is. I feel like the community is definitely the um, is definitely part of the motivation. And it's the motivation for me, myself, to not, 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 not finish, not complete something I put my mind to. So I went to college. It was hard for me because I had the mental illness and I was pretending like I didn't have it. And it took me an extra year. But I was like, listen, like, I got to do this. Anything I put my mind to, I feel like I got to finish. So with this... I told myself, you're giving it five years, you're busting your ass for five years, and if it doesn't pick up in five years, you got to find somebody to help you get it to work then. That's it. So It's always good to have a community of people, even just as support. Right. You know, you never, you, I wouldn't think that a random DM from a stranger would 
do something so positive to me. Right. So when someone hits me and says, hey, I just randomly came across your show. I listened to it. I really liked it. Great job. How the hell am I going to wake up one day and say I'm not potting? Right. <laughs> what? That's a fact. That's so true. So the, the, the support that you'll get from a community, a network, is like super motivating because it's like you're going to inspire them. They might do something that will inspire you. Right. And you're benefiting That's from having right. each other you know it being in each other's lives right. you, you benefit from that Definitely. so that's that's great um the next question is how can we leave a path for the future generation of creators i think that's so important that's so important to me mm. leaving something that the next group the next generation will come into so how what is something that you have thought of or that you want to do to leave a path for the next generation. So that's part of the... Because I want to build a community for um, Black Matter Apparel. I know it sounds weird, but it's like... I want to build a community f- from the brand outside of it just being like clothing. Because we built such a... Like, we built a community there. And I felt like what I want to do there is, you know, build something where, okay, you could come here and network with these people in this field because is what you have interest in and then try to get contacts there. So basically keep having a... I guess you said like an open forum of people that have background and experience of certain um, topics and then have it where the followers could connect with them in order to get opportunities. So let's say, for example, um, all the musicians and people that I know that are doing music in New York, I'm going to cre- create like a group or community that, for them on the page and they can interact with each other, network, grow from each other. And then, you know, that, yeah, bounce off of that. So I want to basically create a community for people to connect and also create something physical so let's say for example but i would did with the clothing brand like um i guess create like a template like of what i did and then other people that did things like what they did to go through the process and kind of document it so if anybody wants to know how we did it boom this is like the steps we took so you could look at it see if you could try to implement it for yourself and see where you could get from it that's good that's great so you want to make like a uh uh like a handbook like a manual there we go yeah manual Mm -hmm. of Okay, I started this. I started with the website. Here's what I did for my website. Mm-hmm. Here's where maybe it's something that you could look at. Okay, I did this with the clothing. I used this brand of clothing. I went to this press. Mm-hmm. You know, I did that way. I Okay, that's good. I like that. I like that. You know, I was thinking, like, could you make a podcast manual? You probably um, could, but you probably this, can't. I mean, I'm going to tell you this. There's people that's teaching, that's selling courses and teaching people how to podcast. So, yeah, bro. Mm. It, bro, it's a money make. Like, okay, I put it this way. I had um put on um I made a Black Matter apparel page. This guy hit me up from LinkedIn, sending a course for like three thousand dollars. Oh yeah, I hope you start a podcast and blah blah. Because in your field, you know, you should be podcasting because you know LinkedIn is all algorithms, so they could see you and then try to market to you. So think about that. Just give yourself that idea, bro. If he could do that, like you could do it. Is you teaching? You're te- you're basically teaching a person how to start up their own podcast, yeah. and branding it with your name, your you know, and you're using your business as the example of this is what I've done. Mm, interesting. You might have. <laughs> <laughs> might give you different hey, ideas. Man. Right? <laughs> you talk you know? future generation. Right. How about this creator? Right. You just gave you're... me something. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. something to think about. We'll we'll put a pin in that. Yeah, bro, I could definitely we could definitely circle we'll, back to we'll that. We'll put a pin in that. Okay, so um, in this space, yeah. or in general, in general, not even selectively to this space, 
who are some of your role models in the space? Who are some people that you've looked at and said, they've done something that I can maybe replicate or they've inspired me to go along oh, with my Yeah, with let my me just business. go to to my um IG real quick because mm-hmm. there's a few there's a few dope brands that I want to definitely mm-hmm. shout out shout for them their out. work, right? Shout them out. And they're from the Bronx too. Gang. So one of them is Fox and King Inc. They're a Bronx band, a Bronx brand, which actually is centered around the music culture that they have. Mm-hmm. And their IG is the Fox and King underscore INC. Amazing brand. I love what they're doing. And it's very and it's very community based. Like you could tell, like they make a connection with their customers and it's all surrounded about around music and the uplifting of the Bronx. And Bro, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And they've been around for over three years. So for me, for me to be able to build the connection with um, Fernando, he's the he's the owner of that. For me, for me to be able to just talk to him and like for us to network with him to say, oh, this is great work. After he's been doing it for three years, it's like, oh, snap. Okay, Jamal, you're doing something, Dad. Okay, so keep going. And um, other Bronx, there's so many, man. One other one. It's called, I believe it's the the Bronx brand is the next one. Mm-hmm. The clothing so, brand. Yes. With yeah, that. you know about them, right? Yeah. So um, so then that's another that's another Bronx brand that I actually you know took time to get to know and to learn about. And pff, it's like literally everything that I wanted to do and more. <laughs> so it's like, okay, they've done it. So if I want to go and, you know, go into this space, I know that I can reach out to them or even, you know, try to connect with them and see if we could speak. But they kind of like left the footsteps. So it's like they left the track record so I could go back and be like, OK, like I could see what they're doing. Let me see how I can make it my own and develop my own, um, I guess, trajectory. Yeah, that's good. And and they from the Bronx. We rapping. And they from the Bronx. We rapping. That'll be my dream. That'll be my dream. Someone to come. Say, yo, man, I used to listen to your pod back in the day. Started my own pod. Right. Started my own thing. And it's just like, wow, I can't believe that. That's right. great. That is great. I think that, you know, people look at it, you know, people, you always want to look at somebody who can make you aspire to something, I think. Right. You know, the great athletes look at, you know, if you play basketball, you're going to be looking at Stephen Curry. You're going to, you're just going to be because he's like, wow, he's out here. He's he is someone I can look and see. This would, is possible. Right. <laughs> this is possible. I'm not the biggest, the strongest, the fastest, but Bro. my three point shot is wet. Mm. And Steph is out here mm-hmm. killing it because he's he showed me that if I put my mind to something, I work hard. I work so hard, and I just get locked in. I can get to this level because he got there. Right. So I just think that is like. So important. That I, was, I like that you say that. that. That was very. That hit me on a different level too because it also made me think about, you know, other brands. Like I remember I was talking to like one of my mentors um, last week, and I'm like, okay, so you know, these other brands they're posting like 12 times and stuff like that a day, and he's like, oh well, I don't know if that's possible for you, and it's like, you know, come on, we can't say that it's not possible. Somebody's doing it already, you know what I mean? So it's not that it's not possible. It's that if I have the capacity or if I'm at that level yet, if I'm not at that level, then it's going to take time to work to that level. But guess what? I got to plot it and then work towards it so that I'd be able to achieve it. Versus yes. just saying, 
hey, it's too crazy because 12 times a day, that's some, some Fashion Nova stuff, which is true. <laughs> they post like 25 times a day, bro, but they getting their money, though. Yeah, they are. They're getting their money. They certainly are. So it works. That is true. That's you know, true. Learn from the Giants. Stand on the shoulders of Giants. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Word. That, that'll that take you so far because it's like as much you're going to have the self-doubt, but if you keep it in the back of your mind, it's like. You don't think the, these people that you're looking up to had the same thing, but what happened? They kept it going, mm-hmm. and they were able to create through it. They were able to use that right. and not let it stifle them. They were able to overcome. Because I would imagine in any field, if you want to get to anywhere of success, there's going to be a whole bunch of potholes and roadblocks right. and hurdles. But the difference between successful people and people that you want to emulate yourself after is they didn't give up and they didn't stop. They didn't quit. They didn't say, oh, this is too difficult for me. I'm going to stop. And they were, you were able then to benefit from it. So if you were able to benefit from someone who had the, going, right. the perseverance, imagine what you'll be able to do for the next person That's with your perseverance. Right. I think that is so important. Bro, wow. I even think about it like that. That's so true. That is so true. Because like you're like people are watching us right now. We may not even be like cognizant because they're not saying anything yet. Exactly. Like what you said before, like, oh boom. I made the show. Um, I watched the show and then I started my own podcast. We won't know until it comes to manifestation and then, you know, they open up about it. But that yeah, it's true, man. It's that true. is true. That's true. So out if you out here, okay, if you're a person out here with a creative desire or anything, just something that you want to do personally, remember. You don't even know how much you can affect the next man. You don't know how your creations will be looked at in the future. You don't know who you'll be able to help. So you're only doing the entire community a disservice if you don't take the time and and actively pursue your dreams. Because you don't know what it will do for the next man. Even mm-hmm. if you try something and fail, you don't even know how that'll help the next person. Because they can look and see, okay. They this, tried. They tried it. They went out, they went for it. They don't mm-hmm. have to answer the question of I think this is such a difficult question to answer. When you when you give up on your dreams early and young, and then you get to an advanced age in your life and you look back and you say, What if? I think that is a crippling mm-hmm. question. Just to mm-hmm. to not know. Like you don't know. You didn't do it. So obviously you live in the life that you're living, but what if you did? I don't want anyone to go through that. Cause I think that that just having to face that it's crazy that is going to be right. so, that's so hard i can't to... imagine i can't imagine if i didn't start the brand now right. but you know like now that i'm doing it before when i was scared i'm like oh oh no man like you just some regular person like we, you can do it a brand like you gonna have a brand who are you and it's just like who was the other person that did it though you know exactly. what i mean like we exactly. gotta we gotta create ourselves i mean i mean i know it sounds crazy but it's like you gotta create the person that you want to become we're not just already made you know what i mean we got to make ourselves yes yes think about it in anything that you look at you know the person who made this microphone the person who right. who made a toy the person who started apple steve jobs if he was just Jeez. like you know what i ain't doing all this it take too much work right we would never be holding an iphone I've... Right. Imagine if he was just like, oh, well, there's other people that made iPhone. There's other people that make phones, so I'm not going to make a phone. I'm not going to make computers. I'm not going to do anything. Then literally, we would not be holding an iPhone. If he at that time said, I don't want to do it. That's wild. I give up. like that. 
We would have been used, well, we would have been using right what, now, that, right? What <laughs> phone would we would be rocking? We would still be on the Blackberry right? or something. We would still be with the Palm we, Pilots, we the Sidekicks. Oh man! So it's like I'm not gonna lie, the Sidekicks were pretty popular. Yeah, Sidekicks was lit. <laughs> sidekicks was lit. Yeah, the if y'all don't know about the Sidekicks, like y'all have to look it up and then just be like, "Damn, I missed out." We showing, we, we showing our age, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're, you know, what's funny. We at that point too, where it's like we're not old. Yeah, but it's but like certain things that you it, say, you're like, "Wait, you don't know that? You don't remember the Sidekick? What? You don't remember AIM?" Oh, bro, they didn't grow up on that. That's crazy. They have There's that a whole generation of people out there who don't know about AIM, <laughs> who don't know about MySpace. Oh, bro. Yeah, we came up through the whole development of when everything was... And everything was just starting. And then now we're like in it. Like, I don't know. It's feel like we just were born in a like, very wild time because we got to see like a whole transition. You know right. what I mean? Out of something into right. something else. But think about it too. Like we're going back to the, to the lay in the path. Right. Think about if Tom, the guy who did MySpace, never made MySpace. Would I forgot be, about Tom. Would there be Facebook? Would there be Instagram? No. Would there be Twitter? Yeah, would there be though. Snapchat? Like that's the mm. so people look at MySpace and say, "Oh yeah, MySpace is not hot no more." But without MySpace, there's no Facebook, mm-hmm. there's no Instagram, there's no Snapchat, there's nothing like that. So that is why it's so important. So you do what you want to do in this cre- in your field, whatever field it is. And however far it goes, you don't know what that will do in the future. So if there's no MySpace, something that maybe some people out there have never even been on before, right. there would be no Instagram. Yeah, and then you guys would be crying right now. Exactly. That's all you guys so, <laughs> so for everybody, anybody out there who thinks that their creation is not something that will be looked at as something great in the future, or you think that you know there's so many hurdles and you stop, just think of something small like that. Just think right. of something that you can remember from back in your childhood or from back in the day that has helped to influence the society and culture right now. Right. So just take just take a second if you haven't them self that self doubt and you say, look down. Just look at look at your shoes. If Phil Knight never comes up with the idea for Nike, what would you be wearing? If you know what I'm saying? If <laughs> just just think, right. just take that time whenever you you're feeling that self doubt, whenever you're feeling insecure in your creation, and just think that all the things that are established started somewhere. And then, I mean, funny enough, that ties into cognitive behavioral therapy, like you challenging that negative thought. Because why do you think that? Right. Why is it? Who gave you? What is that? What is that validity? And then, what can you prove to yourself that? That may not be true. Like people are like, oh, I can never be successful at something. Uh, I can never be successful. What have you been successful with in your life? X, Y, Z. Okay, so you can be. Exactly. You had one negative experience. That's not the whole thing of your life. You got to remember that. Yes, that that's so true. That is so true. Just just don't quit out there. That's Everyone okay. out there, if you're going have if you're having a hard time right now, if you're going through a difficult time with your creation or with who you are in your space, just remember every thing that ever became anything of note started somewhere and those people were able to push through the self-doubt the anxiety and the self-doubt of it and make yep. something that you don't yep. even think about yep you every day you wake up you turn your phone on who made that phone right so if that person kept it going and made something that is just in your hand or in your life you could do it too. That's that's the be- most beautiful thing about it. That's the fact. That's the most beautiful thing about it. 
So you guys, we're gonna, I'm gonna try to every guest that comes on. <laughs> I try to replicate their spelling. So you oh. spelled your name good, so I got to make sure I spell mine good. Right? I got to make sure. Okay? And if it's not, guess what? We're going to retake. <laughs> okay? So you guys can follow me and hit me up on Instagram and Twitter, at Rogers Neighborhood. Instagram is R-O-D-G-E-R-S, Neighborhood, N-E-I-G-H-B-O-R-H-O-O-D. You will not outshine me no. with the spelling. <laughs> nope. You will not outshine me with the <laughs> it's spelling. It's not going to happen. Twitter is Rogers Neighborhood, R-O-D-G-E-R-S, Neighborhood, N-G-H-B-R-H-D. So, Jamal. Ooh, crispy. You heard that, guys? <laughs> Y'all have to have that. Y'all First don't have that take. down. Y'all are just tripping. Go First ahead. take. Um... So what we're going to do is, and something I do on every show, you yeah. know, um, Q&A from the listeners, because I think it's great. I think it's great to, when people ask you stuff, it keeps them involved, keeps them engaged in the show. And it shows that we're listening. To Showing it. that we're listening. Actually, when you send me something, I will read it. I won't <laughs> right. ignore it. Um, so what I want to do is a- have you answer some of the questions that I've received from the listeners. And we'll see what, uh, what you, what you, uh, how you feel about what they're asking you or what your responses will be. So the first one is... What do you wish that people would stop asking you? Oh, so that question, I told Denzel this and I started laughing when I was saying it. And so it's like, you're laughing. But yeah, I hate when people ask, why are you depressed? Or why do you have anxiety? Or why do you think you have a mental disorder? Like, why do I think? So you just think, like, what? I don't know. I mean, it's hard because I understand from the outside perspective, you got, it may be hard for people to, I guess, comprehend oh, well, my brain can actually affect my mood and all this other stuff. Okay, think about it like this, guys. So think about when you lose somebody or if you're going through a, a very sad period of your life. Now, imagine if you had that feeling for over three months. That is what depression is, guys. You cannot shake it. It's not something that you just want to have to have to have just for people to get attention. It's not that. It's legit. Your brain is stuck in a certain pattern and is stuck in that vibration. And we got to work out. We got to work through it. But... Every mental illness has its own challenges and reasoning behind it. So if you, instead of saying, why are you this? I think you got, people should look into what the this is to know more about it rather than asking the person with the actual affliction. Right. That's, see, that's, that's a great question. I'm not going to, I've done this question before, (laughs) but really it's just, my name is Denzel. Oh, Denzel. Oh, were you named after Denzel Washington? Yes. That's it. So I'm not even going to go into detail. Mine no, is... because I heard that so many times too, just working with you. Then people just be like, you just they're like, really, guys? Like, you got to ask me. Like, come on, man. Yes. Who else? <laughs> what other Denzel do you know? That's a fact, bro. Like, not even, like, come on. What he other made, one do you he know? Made a, he, I mean, he set the bar for that name. Which he did. Dope. So that, He yeah, did. You, you got a dope ass. It's a good name. Yeah. I used to not like it just because of that attention. But I'm realizing, like, my mom could have named me something else, and she could have named me OJ or something, and I would have been bro, like, "Bro, you could have had a you could have had a stereotypical regular name like me, like Jamal or Jaquan or something, you know, like regular Chris." <laughs> God, how many Chris? people out there named Chris? So many Chris, too much, bro. I know like twelve. That's a problem, a, bro. So all the Chris's out there, different last name. People I know, I just right. can't say their last name exactly, exactly. So the next question from the listeners is, and yours is definitely better than mine. What weird food combinations do you really enjoy? Okay, so you guys are probably going to be like, how did I put these two together? But I grew up in a mixed household, so my family is Trinidadian, Venezuelan, and Dominican. So just to just try to make it a little bit easier for you guys to understand. But 
I like curry chicken or curry goat with mango. That's my combination. I, you know, living in the Bronx, you know, there's so many uh, Hispanic people here. Mm-hmm. It is like a cardinal sin not to like mango. Right, right. But I don't like mango. You don't like mango? See, look oh at your face. <laughs> no, <laughs> I bro, I wasn't expecting it. No, y'all did. I wish y'all could have seen his word, face. Word, word, word. <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen his face. The pure disbelief and horror in his eyes. For me saying that. Yeah, I don't like mango. Bro, have you had... I mean, I think you have to have it. Made. I've had it's every so- single person's uh, mango. That's the reaction. Oh, you haven't had the right, right. mango. Really? No. There is no mango that I like. Okay. I don't I mean, I like gotta it. Give it. You know what it is? It, it, I could see how it could be for some people. I could see why. Because, you know, I feel like it's so close to mashed potatoes for me that it's just amazing. No, like- I can't. I love the the, the whole platano. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that, but when you smash it up, it it's just like, changes not, it. I don't like not. it. But my Hispanic people out there, I love your food. I love that pernil. Okay, Ooh. I love that queso frito, Always. the salami. You know, I you know I mess with y'all. You know I mess He's with like, y'all. He just don't deal with the mango guys. But the mango, right. I can't exactly. do it, man. I can't do it. I cannot do the mango. Bro, I, I was saying, yo, you know what's crazy though too? Like what I love about mango and just like stuff from like the Caribbean is like. It's not expensive for you to get to nope. be able to fool yourself. Yeah. And it just also shows you like how in America we just eat a whole bunch of garbage that right. we don't need. Like, That's true. That's mad true. That's so you know true. What I mean? That is so true. All right. So the next question from the listeners is what recent experience has made you feel old? Now I'm gonna go first with this yes. one. On my podcast, episode 41, I did it with Brianna, who is a nail tech. She's younger than me. And we were talking about how was that, by the way? Like, how was it? Oh, getting my nails. Yeah. It was, it was, I never did it I before. See, I wanted to ask you, hey, bro. Like, <laughs> I see why the women get their nails done. No way. It's cool. Like, you put your hand there, and then they, you know, get all the the cuticles off, and they file it down, and everything. It's like, dang, I should be pampering myself like this. <laughs> like, really, I should be pampering myself like this because it was nice. I like. Yeah, that. we be see see y'all y'all girls be hiding on all the shit. Y'all be pampering yeah. yourselves so, low key. We were talking about astrology. We were talking about horoscopes. And she was a, she said she's a Gemini. So I said, oh, so you're like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yes, exactly. I just thought that was something that everybody knew. She was like, who's that? Oh, no way. So I'm like, I, I looked at her. I said, I cannot be that old because I'm not. I'm not. I can. You you're, don't know. You're who, not. So, right. So if I would have, yo, I would have felt. Wait, you don't know who Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is? Like, we had to get on Wikipedia and I had to show it to her. I was just the guy who has two personalities. No. So I just thought like that was something Damn, that everybody they must not knew. Be sharing that in education but there right must now, be right? a, there's a whole bunch of kids out there who probably just don't oh. know who Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is. So I was like, I cannot be. Yo, bro. You that cannot is, be that, blew, that young. That blew my mind right now. I was just saying. You cannot be that young. How don't you know who that is? But yeah, she she had no idea. Bro. And I was like, bro, I cannot be that old. So bro. that made me feel mad old. Bro. So what recent experience for you has made you feel that way? I would say it was it, it was like a bunch of experiences like all at once. So it was my it was me looking at images of my niece my nieces at my it was pictures of my nieces and then my brother and his wife. So my brother was skinny as hell like a couple of years ago, right? So I'm looking at the pictures and I'm like, yo, his face is changing and I'm going and I'm like I'm like, yo, Jamal, that was seven years of pictures you just went through. And then I'm looking at his dog. I'm like, yo. And then I'm looking at my niece and then she's talking to me. And I'm like looking at the picture of her and, the, and her and, the, and the, her crib. 
And I'm like, oh, damn, Jamal. And then when my birthday hit on October and I turned 30, that's when I was like, yep. yep. Scorpio gang. I, no, Libra. Libra. I'm a Libra. Wait, I thought you was late October. Nah, early. You just. That's okay. Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. It's like, it's retracted. It's retracted. Yeah, it's retracted. Nah, it's, it's retracted. retracted. No, retracted. no love. No love for you. It's okay. No Libra's, love for you. Libra's, Scorpio. Libra's Scorpio so gang. Strong, you know. Scorpio gang. It's okay. It's okay. But that's why me and Scorpios are always cute. Or CSY. Yeah, I never had any friction with a Libra. Like, never. Yo. Never. See, I will have to say, I haven't had any issues with the Scorpio either. Scorpio's always dope as fuck to me. Gang. Raul. Raul's a Scorpio. Gang. Yeah, yeah, Shout out. Yeah. Gang. Scorpio gang. Scorpio gang. All right. And the last question from the listeners is, what advice would you give to yourself if you could go back in time and visit your younger self? I feel like... Mm. In some ways, I would love to get in the time machine and go visit myself at 17 and just give myself some game. But I kind of feel like... I don't know if I would have received it. Right. I wouldn't even understand what I was trying to tell myself. And then also, I feel like every experience that you had, you kind of had to have it to get you to this point. Yes. Even though I would love to just say, yo, listen, Denzel. Tell tell myself at 17, listen, when you get to Target... When you get to Target, don't stay long, like or something like that, or you know, start this podcast now. Hey, right. why don't you start a podcast right, right. now at right. seventeen? Right, and then thinking about it now, it'd be like, wow, I'll be in it for ten years, right. you know. But I just feel like the beauty of life is every experience that you had, good or bad, it's like beautiful because it got you here. Right. So me and you wouldn't be able to have this conversation if we didn't work at Target. If we and didn't if work we at, didn't go do the different things we do after. After it. Boom. If we didn't have the office job that told me, hey, if you catch COVID, that's your ass. We wouldn't be having this conversation. So I that feel like very true. as much as you would want to just jump in that time machine and save yourself from all the problems that you will face, you kind of need those problems. Yeah. Funny enough, like to, I guess how I would add to that is that I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back. I know it sounds weird. But, I, I agree. Because um, I actually had a reading. I won a contest um, a few months ago from Channel of the Sun, a group on Instagram. That's my family now. We cool. Um, so um, one of the individuals did like readings on people in their life. So it was like through um, a book called Gene Keys. And apparently, sad to say in my life, like I only learned through going through shit. I don't learn through other people like <laughs> so i'm not even gonna lie i'm a little bit sad i'm like come on i just want to read something that just but you know that's like what you it's like what you were saying like some people you know so most of our lives like we have to go through that lived experience for us to get the knowledge and the thought processes and whatever we need to in order to get to that next right. place because it's like if you don't get hurt early you don't even build a defense right. to it so then when let's say you go through your whole life and nothing bad has ever happened when one bad thing happens to you you're gonna crumble so you need it. You need to build up the armor. You need to build up the that is the protection. The, that's the, the that's one thing skin. I would say. We like I would say that, especially when I have a kid, is like I'm not gonna baby them or shelter them because my parents try to do that with me, and I feel like that just makes your head explode when you get to high school because you know how much stuff I didn't know that I wasn't doing, and that I'm just like, bro, I feel like I'm still socially awkward now, trying to catch up to people and things because of how like. No, you're not listening to rap. You're not listening to this. You're not listening to that. Just home, school, and then accents all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? And 
bro, that takes away from you having your life experience and being able to grow up and to acclimate to your world, you know? Word. That's true. I think, yeah. So as much as, you know, every person, if given the chance to, you know, right some wrongs or save themselves from something, it's like, but you wouldn't make you who you are. So it's like, and then how we know, the how we know we would have just be like, oh, we just were bugging out and then still go up. I'd be like, oh, I was just bugging. I yeah, was like, in my head that day and then I thought <laughs> I was talking Yeah, to what if you visit right. your former self and you try to give yourself all the game, <laughs> but then you in the past, you're like, who, the, what the hell was that? Right. Like, like, yo, like, I'm not, I'm never drinking again right. or something. Like, because you won't even right. believe that it's happening to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. So I'm um, transitioning out of 2020. What are some things that you would want to accomplish in this coming year? I think that yes. making it through 2020 itself has built, uh, uh, we've built like a, a harder exterior. Yes, definitely. Right. We've learned how to adapt our it businesses. It's like how we're going to, how it's like, damn, what's going to come in 2021? You know what I right. mean? So what are the things that you trying to, that you really would like to accomplish in 2021? What are some of the uh, goals? that you Okay. Have? So some of the goals that I want to accomplish is, well, I want to highlight at least, in 2021, 12 to 24 creatives in the Bronx. I want to highlight to the page. So that's one of my goals. I want to get to 10,000 followers. That's another one of my goals. I know it sounds crazy. I'm like, it's possible. And but I'm possible. like, hey, it, I did the numbers. You know, I just got to put it. This is going to be some work. But I feel like when I get to 10,000 followers, that's when I'm going to be able to have the reach to have the impact that I really want to have. Because it's much harder. You know, they can say what they want to. Like, oh, numbers don't matter. You know, it doesn't matter because we could have we're affecting people all the way up. But once you have that reach on a platform, it's that much easier for you to be able to share information at that point for people to be able to receive it. Yes. Yeah. I think that in 2021, I think once we make it through here and we turn that page, of course, everything from 2020 is not going to be ended just because the year changed. But I think that. There's been so much that we can pick that we've picked up in this time of adversity that is only going to help us go full stream ahead once, you know, some of the restrictions are lifted and some of the things are not the way that they are right now. Because we had to, I feel like all of us as humans have developed so much mentally during this time, even if it's been out of, you know, um, challenges. Right. You know, we had to learn how to deal with being inside for X amount of days. You had to learn how to deal with being by yourself. Yeah. You had to learn how to social distance. You had to learn what it was like to not be around people all the time. You know, like, it challenged a lot of people. I so, think, And yeah. I think that if you overcome those challenges, once mm-hmm. January 1st, 2021 comes, it's going to be, you're going to be like Usain Bolt. You're going to be like a sprint because you're going to be like, wow, I've, I have all of this game now, and I have the freedom. Mm-hmm. I'm gone. I'm right. out of here. So I think I can't. I can't wait for you know for that time to come and everyone can be back to some semblance of normalcy and really get oh, bro in I the mean, mud. Honestly, like yeah, that's that's something that I'm like very interested to see and like how that's gonna be because I feel like. It's going to be dope because I feel like people are going to have such an appreciation for one another just because of how and all the stuff that we've been through. Like, yes. Oh, my gosh. I get to be around you and we get to be a large groups again. Oh, my God. Like, bro, I look forward to that. I yeah, look for that. I, I like do. That. I really do. I, I think that especially like the people who have started, you know, businesses and movements and stuff. It's like now you're going to be full speed ahead. Right. You're not going to have restrictions like you're going to like I'm going to be able to actually do pop-up shops. Right. You're going to you'll be able to do pop-up shops yeah. or group gatherings where you can have a big networking event or a big, you know, 
gathering of creatives or like-minded people and you know we can meet people and make new friends well, and connect that's the plan okay stuff. sorry that's a part of 21 tw- uh, 2021 plan so i'm gonna be having um i guess you could say like a meetup or whatever just basically um there's gonna be a whole bunch of different bronze creatives and people that are connected to the brand and we're gonna have a photo shoot so it's gonna be different that you'll be able to come through you take up take some shots for the bronze buyers podcast take some shots for other people and then we want to have a section where people are able to record like um let's say like 10 minutes each like just giving their thing on their business or whatever and then we want to create like a compilation so yeah i want to basically create a project that's like great my story project see that's, that's great I mean. that is great and sir jamal thank you we go back yes. so far i want to say thank you for coming thank you for i want to say you. thank you for putting out your messages that you're putting out i want to say thank you for being vulnerable and sharing your story and thank you thank you so much for coming on so what we want to do here we're going to roll out the red carpet for you the full shameless plug Every good. single thing that you've ever done, I want you to tell the people where to find it, reiterate yes. your name and your creation name. Yes. So my personal Instagram is 9090-T-H-E-A-R-C-H-I-C-T, 90thearchitect. So that's my personal IG for all my content creation. The brand page is Black Matter Apparel. So it's B-L-K-M-T-T-R-A-P-R-O. And you'll be able to find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook again black matter apparel b-l-k-m-t-t-r-a-p-r-l thank you and it is tradition out here for each guest we allow the guest to choose a song to fade out the podcast with so jamal what would you like to play for the good people out there we're gonna play kid cuddy the goat the The man from his new album man in the room three lord i know thank you Round of applause for my guy, Jamal Blake. Round of applause. Man, all right. So the time, damn, we really running up against it. So let's just get into these NFL predictions. Man, last week I had an amazing, an amazing, an amazing week. My best week so far picking games. I went 12 and 4, and that brings my record overall to 137, 86 and 1. Pretty, 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 pretty good. I must say myself, get that dirt off of my shoulder. So we're going to try to keep the momentum going with this week's of, uh, slate of games. This is week 16, and uh, let's see if I can improve on my great week from last week all right so first game is on christmas day the minnesota vikings versus the new orleans saints i will take the saints i'm just gonna breeze by these um on saturday night saturday night football there's three games um the detroit lions against the tampa bay buccaneers and i will take the tampa bay buccaneers the san francisco 49ers against the cardinals this may be a trap game division opponents very late in the season always play each other tough i will say that so it is very possible that San Francisco can go into Arizona and get one. But I will take the Arizona Cardinals to win in a scare. Next game on Saturday, well, the last game on Saturday, I should say, is the Miami Dolphins and the Las Vegas Raiders. Earlier in the season, I would have said this is a pick and I would have a hard time picking this game. But the Raiders are on a downward, downward, downward trajectory. And Derek Carr injured himself uh, last week. I believe it was a groin injury. So... My faith that I would have otherwise had in the Raiders is pretty much gone. So I will take the Miami Dolphins. Um, Sunday's slate of games, 
first game is the Cleveland Browns and the New York Jets. The New York Jets shocked the motherfucking world, pulling off that win last week against the L.A. Rams. Okay, I'm sure someone in Vegas made a lot of money betting the Jets to win that game because no one would have thought that the Rams would have lost to the Jets. Um, but with all that being said, I think that the Cleveland Browns will win, so I will take the Browns. Next game, New York Giants and the Baltimore Ravens. I got the Ravens. Next game, Cincinnati Bengals and the Houston Texans. I will take the Texans. Um, and what's funny is I'm hearing rumors that Marvin Lewis, the former coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, is a very highly considered candidate for the Houston Texans. So that would be kind of funny if he does end up getting that job. Uh, but anyway, I will take the Texans. Next game, Chicago Bears and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I will take the Bears. Um, next game, Atlanta Falcons and the Kansas City Chiefs. I will take the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, next game, Indianapolis Colts and Pittsburgh Steelers. Man, let's talk about our Steelers really, really quick. I hate what I'm seeing. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. They can't run the ball. We're losing everybody on defense. Niggas is targeting Juju because he want to dance. And I don't have a problem with it, but can't make the opponents upset and then when you lose on top of it it's like extra the Steelers got a lot of work to do um I know that we can turn it around because we're a good football team but there's a lot of things that need to be cleaned up and these losses should should hurt like I'm hurt by them and I'm not on the field so I know what the guys are feeling like um I just hope that they can turn it around we got a good team that we're playing against the Colts if my guy Anthony Miller wants to put that money up. It's up, okay? That's how confident I am in the team, regardless. And this is going to be the true test. If the Steelers lose this game and drop four in a row, I know what will happen for the rest of the season. I absolutely do know. But this is the, 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 the flashpoint moment, the fork in the road moment. What kind of team do you want to be? Do you want to be a team that rolls over and, and, and goes into the fetal position when faced with adversity? Are you front-running ass niggas? Or are you real niggas ready to handle your business and show the world that, that those last three games are an aberration and not who you really are? This is a really, really, really important game. Again, Anthony, I'm going to see him. I'm going to send him a few messages. Put that money up. Put that money up, all right? Put that money up. But you know the vibes. I got the, I got the Steelers. I think that losing the way that they have lost has... What, no, not has, but will inspire them to uh, uh, play better and go into the playoffs with a lot of confidence and swag. Um, next game, uh, uh, the Denver Broncos and the Los Angeles Chargers. I will take the Chargers. Really big fan of Herbert, Justin Herbert. Um, next game, Carolina Panthers and the Washington football team. I have no idea, to be honest. I'll take Washington because they're at home and their defensive line is nutso so i i'll take washington just off the strain la rams and the seattle seahawks now this is probably going to be one of the best games of the weekend potentially seattle is still trying to keep that division lead la rams lost a whole lot of respect and momentum with that loss to the jets i fully see this game being either a super defensive struggle with a low score like 17 to 14 or a high octane fast-paced game with a final score of like 31 to 28 or something but uh when in doubt choose russell wilson and that's what i will do so i got the seahawks to win next game uh philadelphia eagles and the dallas cowboys i will take the eagles sunday night football will be uh, uh the tennessee titans and the green bay packers this game will do a lot for green bay and for tennessee because derrick henry is balling for the titans he is absolutely balling 
and Aaron Rodgers, conversely for the Packers, is balling. So um, this game is going to be super big. It's going to be very pivotal in the AFC race and the NFC race. But I can't go against my guy A.A. Ron. He's a Rodgers after all now. Come on now. So I will take the Green Bay Packers to win. Monday Night Football, the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. I will take the Buffalo Bills. And there will be no um, Thursday night or uh, a Friday night or Saturday night football for next week. So that will be that on that. Um, And again, I will say it. I'll say it really quickly. If you are a betting person out there and you want to put some money up on these shits based off what I say, please be aware that you are betting at your own risk. Because if you do lose money, even though my record is pretty darn good, if you lose money based off what I say about football, guaranteed, Denzel will not help you recoup, so you on your own with that one, all right? <laughs> so those are my predictions. Let's see what I can do with it. Hopefully, I do very well. Uh, let's end the season on a high note there. And that, guys, will wrap it up. Episode number 46 of the Bronx Buyers Podcast is in the books. I'm your host once again. My name is Denzel. Special shout out to everyone out there who likes, subscribes, shares, and supports. Um, thank you to everyone who is active and engaging with me on the social media platforms. Super, super, super love to all the retail workers out there. Super, super love to all the essential workers out there. And thank you again to everyone out there using their voices to affect change in a positive way. Also, special, special, special shout out to my guy, Jamal Blake, for coming on the show and telling his story. Super, super great to have him on and just to, you know, have that great dialogue with him. So I'm very appreciative that he came through. And, um... Enjoy your holiday. The holiday season is a great time just to be around people you love and appreciate the people that you have in your life. Um, with all that being said, we're going to fade you out uh, today with Jamal Blake's choice. It is by my guy, my guy, and his guy as well, Kid Cuddy. It is called Lord I Know um, from the album Man on the Moon 3. And this has been the Bronx Bias Podcast, episode number 46. Enjoy the holiday. Enjoy your fam. Enjoy your friends. Have a great week and a great weekend. And the next time I'll speak to you will be in 2021. So, um, you know, take this time, reflect on the year, uh, uh, you know, bask in your successes and don't spend too long on your failures. We will overcome. We always do. And we always will if we have the positive mindset and a positive attitude. And, um, you know, I can't wait to speak to you guys in 2021. So um, just be safe out there and enjoy the time that you have with your with your with your good people for this holiday. And I'll speak to you guys soon. Bronx Bias Podcast, episode 46. We are out.
the control. Come on, baby, I'm a warrior. Baby, I'm a Steady Betty, tell him how you seen a fucking wizard in the flesh. Now I'm bending every rule until it break. No time for chilling, chilling. I'm on my mission, on my journey, on my quest. Yes, time to roll. Got my niggas and my bulls, been so sick of running. Now I'm focused on the next when it's time to move. Serving with that new, new, tired of the evil. Trying to take me at my best. Wow, yeah. shoot him up and kill him. This day might look around, round. Trying to gun a nigga, send him up and have his gown, gown. Do, fool. I won't be a victim of the devil, got the wrong dude. No. Ooh, yeah, I know. Baby, I'm a warrior. Baby, I'm a warrior. Ooh, set the control. Baby, I'm a warrior. Baby, I'm a warrior.